Welcome to the LDS Guided Meditation and Mindful Reading Podcast, companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Trisha Kerr. This year, we will be following the church curriculum for the Book of Mormon. For those of you who are new, we start each week with a guided meditation then a mindful reading of the Book of Mormon chapters associated with the week's Come Follow Me lesson. At the end, there is a 10-minute self-guided meditation with music only. This gives you the opportunity to reflect, pray, and ponder the scriptures. Some of you will choose to drift off to sleep with the scriptures, which is a great way to fall asleep. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, please contact me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. Okay, let's begin. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a quiet area. Take a moment to adjust and get comfortable in your space. Close your eyes. With a straight spine and relaxed shoulders, we're going to breathe deeply. Breathe in through your nose and hold. Slowly exhale through your mouth. Repeat this breathing three times. Keep breathing like this throughout the duration. Now we're going to scan our bodies. Be aware of any sensations you feel in your feet, toes, and ankles. Notice any pain or discomfort, any aching or tingling. Take a deep breath in and when you exhale, Release any uncomfortable sensations and allow that part of your body to soften. Using the same steps as before, focus on and let go of any discomfort in your legs and hips. Now tune in to your core, your stomach, chest, and back.
Next, note any stress held in your neck and shoulders. Focus on your arms, wrists, hands, and fingers. Lastly, tune into your face. Relax your jaw, eyes, mouth, and ears. Now that we have done our best to free our bodies from our discomforts, I want you to visualize being somewhere you love that relaxes you. Maybe it's the beach or the mountains, or walking through the forest. If any unwanted thoughts enter your mind, acknowledge them, then dismiss them. Now is not the time for them. Next, I would like you to think of three things you are grateful for and give gratitude to God for these things. And finally, before we begin our meditative reading of the scriptures, take a moment to invite the Spirit into your heart. First Nephi chapter 6 Nephi writes the things of God. Nephi's purpose is to persuade men to come unto the God of Abraham and be saved. About 600 to 592 BC And now I, Nephi, do not give the genealogy of my fathers in this part of my record. Neither at any time shall I give it after upon these plates which I am writing for it is given in the record which has been kept by my father. Wherefore, I do not write it in this work. For it sufficeth me to say that we are descendants of Joseph. And it mattereth not to me that I am particular to give a full account of all the things of my father, for they cannot be written upon these plates. For I desire the room that I may write of the things of God. For the fullness of mine intent is that I may persuade men to come unto the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, and be saved. Wherefore, 
The things which are pleasing unto the world I do not write, but the things which are pleasing unto God and unto those who are not of the world. Wherefore, I shall give commandment unto my seed, that they shall not occupy these plates with things which are not of worth unto the children of men. First Nephi chapter 7 Lehi's sons return to Jerusalem and invite Ishmael and his household to join them in their journey. Laman and the others rebel. Nephi exhorts his brethren to have faith in the Lord. They bind him with cords and plan his destruction. He is freed by the power of faith. His brethren ask forgiveness. Lehi and his company offer sacrifice and burnt offerings. About 600 to 592 BC. And now I would that ye might know that after my father Lehi had made an end of prophesying concerning his seed, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto him again, saying, that it was not meet for him, Lehi, that he should take his family into the wilderness alone, but that his sons should take daughters to wife, that they might raise up seed unto the Lord in the land of promise. And it came to pass that the Lord commanded him that I, Nephi, and my brethren should again return unto the land of Jerusalem and bring down Ishmael and his family into the wilderness. And it came to pass that I, Nephi, did again with my brethren go forth into the wilderness to go up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass that we went up unto the house of Ishmael, and we did gain favor in the sight of Ishmael, insomuch that we did speak unto him the words of the Lord. And it came to pass that the Lord did soften the hearts of Ishmael, and also his household, inasmuch that they took their journey with us down into the wilderness, to the tent of our fathers. And it came to pass that as we journeyed in the wilderness, behold, Laman and Lemuel, and the two daughters of Ishmael, and the two sons of Ishmael and their families, did rebel against us, yea, against me, Nephi, and Sam and their father Ishmael and his wife, and his three other daughters. And it came to pass in the witch rebellion they were desirous to return unto the land of Jerusalem. And now I, Nephi, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, therefore I spake unto them, saying, Yea, even unto Laman and unto Lemuel, Behold, ye are mine elder brethren. How is it that ye are so hard in your hearts, and so blind in your minds that ye have need that I, your younger brother, should speak unto you, yea, and set an example for you. How is it that ye have not hearkened unto the word of the Lord? How is it that ye have forgotten that ye have seen an angel of the Lord? Yea, how is it that ye have forgotten what great things the Lord hath done for us in delivering us out of the hands of Laban, and also that we should obtain the record? Yea, and how is it that ye have forgotten that the Lord is able to do all things according to his will, for the children of men, if so be, that they exercise faith in him. Wherefore, let us be faithful to him. And if it so be that we are faithful to him, we shall obtain the land of promise, and ye shall know at some future period that the words of the Lord shall be fulfilled concerning the destruction of Jerusalem. For all things which the Lord hath spoken concerning the destruction of Jerusalem must be fulfilled.
For behold, the Spirit of the Lord ceaseth soon to strive with them. For behold, they have rejected the prophets, and Jeremiah have they cast into prison. And they have sought to take away the life of my father, inasmuch that they have driven him out of the land. Now behold, I say unto you, that if ye will return unto Jerusalem, ye shall also perish with them. And now, if ye have choice, go up to the land and remember the words which I speak unto you, that if ye go, ye will also perish. For thus the Spirit of the Lord constraineth me that I should speak. And it came to pass that when I, Nephi, had spoken these words unto my brethren, they were angry with me. And it came to pass that they did lay their hands upon me, for behold, they were exceedingly wroth. And they did bind me with cords, for they sought to take away my life, that they might leave me in the wilderness to be devoured by wild beasts. But it came to pass that I prayed unto the Lord, saying, O Lord, according to my faith which is in thee, wilt thou deliver me from the hands of my brethren? Yea, even give me strength, that I may burst these bands with which I am bound. And it came to pass that when I had said these words, behold, the bands were loosed from off my hands and feet. And I stood before my brethren, and I spake unto them again. And it came to pass that they were angry with me, and sought to lay hands upon me. But behold, one of the daughters of Ishmael, yea, and also her mother, and one of the sons of Ishmael, did plead with my brethren inasmuch that they did soften their hearts, and they did cease striving to take away my life. And it came to pass that they were sorrowful because of their wickedness, inasmuch that they did bow down before me and did plead with me that I would forgive them of the things that they had done against me. And it came to pass that I did frankly forgive them all that they had done, and I did exhort them that they would pray unto the Lord their God for forgiveness. And it came to pass that they did so. And after they had done praying unto the Lord, we did again travel on our journey towards the tent of our father. And it came to pass that we did come down unto the tent of our father. And after I and my brethren and all the house of Ishmael did come down unto the tent of my father, they did give thanks unto the Lord their God, and they did offer sacrifice and burnt offerings unto him. First Nephi chapter 8 Lehi sees a vision of the tree of life. He partakes of its fruit and desires his family to do likewise. He sees a rod of iron, a straight and narrow path, and the mist of darkness that enshroud men. Sariah, Nephi, and Sam partake of the fruit, but Laman and Lemuel refuse. About 600 to 592 BC and it came to pass that we had gathered together all manner of seeds of every kind, both of grain of every kind, and also the seeds of fruit of every kind. And it came to pass that while my father tarried in the wilderness, he spake unto us, saying, Behold, I have dreamed a dream, or, in other words, I have seen a vision. And behold, because of the thing which I have seen, I have reason to rejoice in the Lord because of Nephi, and also of Sam, for I have reason to suppose that they, and also many of their seed, will be saved. But behold, Laman and Lemuel, 
I fear exceedingly because of you. For behold, methought I saw in my dream a dark and dreary wilderness, and it came to pass that I saw a man, and he was dressed in a white robe, and he came and stood before me. And it came to pass that he spake unto me, and bade me follow him. And it came to pass that as I followed him, I beheld myself that I was in a dark and dreary waste. And after I had traveled for the space of many hours in darkness, I began to pray unto the Lord that he would have mercy on me, according to the multitude of his tender mercies. And it came to pass, after I prayed unto the Lord, I beheld a large and spacious field. And it came to pass that I beheld a tree whose fruit was desirable to make one happy. And it came to pass that I did go forth and partake of the fruit thereof, and I beheld that it was most sweet, above all that I had ever before tasted. Yea, and I beheld that the fruit thereof was white, to exceed all the whiteness that I had ever seen. And as I partook of the fruit thereof, it filled my soul with exceedingly great joy. Wherefore, I began to be desirous that my family should partake of it also, for I knew that it was desirable above all other fruit. And as I cast my eyes round about, that perhaps I might discover my family also, I beheld a river of water, and it ran along, and it was near the tree of which I was partaking the fruit. And I looked to behold from whence it came, and I saw the head thereof a little way off, and at the head thereof I beheld your mother Sariah, and Sam and Nephi, and they stood as if they knew not whither they should go. And it came to pass that I beckoned unto them, and also did say unto them with a loud voice that they should come unto me and partake of the fruit, which is desirable above all other fruit. And it came to pass that they did come unto me and partake of the fruit also. And it came to pass that I was desirous that Laman and Lemuel should come and partake of the fruit also. Wherefore, I cast mine eyes towards the head of the river, that perhaps I might see them. And it came to pass that I saw them, but they would not come unto me and partake of the fruit. And I beheld a rod of iron, and it extended along the bank of the river, and led to the tree by which I stood. And I also beheld a straight and narrow path, which came along by the rod of iron, even to the tree by which I stood. And it also led by the head of the fountain unto a large and spacious field, as if it had been a world. And I saw numerous concourses of people, many of whom were pressing forward, that they might obtain the path which led unto the tree by which I stood. And it came to pass that they did come forth and commence in the path which led to the tree. And it came to pass that there arose a mist of darkness, yea, even an exceedingly great mist of darkness, insomuch that they who had commenced in the path did lose their way, that they wandered off and were lost. And it came to pass that I beheld others pressing forward, and they came forth and caught hold of the end of the rod of iron, and they did press forward through the mist of darkness, clinging to the rod of iron, even until they did come forth and partake of the fruit of the tree. And after they had partaken of the fruit of the tree, 
they did cast their eyes about as if they were ashamed. And I also cast my eyes round about, and beheld on the other side of the river of water a great and spacious building, and it stood as if it were in the air high above the earth. And it was filled with people, both old and young, both male and female, and their manner of dress was exceedingly fine. And they were in the attitude of mocking, and pointing their fingers towards those who had come at and were partaking of the fruit. And after they had tasted of the fruit, they were ashamed, because of those who were scoffing at them. And they fell away into forbidden paths, and were lost. And now I, Nephi, do not speak all the words of my father, but to be short in writing, behold, he saw other multitudes pressing forward, and they came and caught hold of the end of the rod of iron, and they did press their way forward, continually holding fast to the rod of iron, until they came forth and fell down and partook of the fruit of the tree. And he also saw other multitudes feeling their way towards that great and spacious building. And it came to pass that many were drowned in the depths of the fountain, and many were lost from his view, wandering in strange roads. And great was the multitude that did enter into this strange building. And after they did enter into that building, they did point the finger of scorn at me and those who were partaking of the fruit also. But we heeded them not. These are the words of my father, for as many as heeded them had fallen away. And Laman and Lemuel partook not of the fruit, said my father. And it came to pass, after my father had spoken all the words of his dream or vision, which were many, he said unto us, Because of these things which he saw in a vision, he exceedingly feared for Laman and Lemuel. Yea, he feared, lest they should be cast off from the presence of the Lord. And he did exhort them then, with all the feeling of a tender parent, that they would hearken to his words, that perhaps the Lord would be merciful unto them, and not cast them off. Yea, my father did preach unto them, and after he had preached unto them, and also prophesied unto them of many things, he bade them to keep the commandments of the Lord, and he did cease speaking unto them. First Nephi chapter 9 Nephi makes two sets of records. Each is called the plates of Nephi. The large plates contain a secular history. The smaller ones deal primarily with sacred things, about 600 to 592 BC. And all these things did my father see, and hear, and speak, as he dwelt in a tent in the valley of Lemuel and also a great many more things which cannot be written upon these plates. And now, as I have spoken concerning these plates, behold, they are not the plates upon which I make a full account of the history of my people. For the plates upon which I make a full account of my people, I have given the name of Nephi. Wherefore, they are called the plates of Nephi, after mine own name, and these plates also are called the plates of Nephi. Nevertheless, I have received commandment of the Lord that I should make these plates for the special purpose that there should be an account engraven 
of the ministry of my people. And upon the other plates should be engraven an account of the reign of the kings and the wars and the contentions of my people. Wherefore, these plates are for the more part of the ministry and the other plates are for the more part of the reign of the kings and the wars and the contentions of my people. Wherefore, the Lord hath commanded me to make these plates for a wise purpose in him, which purpose I know not. But the Lord knoweth all things from the beginning. Wherefore, he prepareth the way to accomplish all his works among the children of men. For behold, he hath all power unto the fulfilling of all his words. And thus it is. Amen. First Nephi chapter 10 Lehi predicts that the Jews will be taken captive by the Babylonians. He tells of the coming among the Jews of a Messiah, a Savior, a Redeemer. Lehi tells also of the coming of one who should baptize the Lamb of God. Nephi tells of the death and resurrection of the Messiah. He compares the scattering and gathering of Israel to an olive tree. Nephi speaks of the Son of God, of the gift of the Holy Ghost, and the need for righteousness, about 600 to 592 BC. And now I, Nephi, proceed to give an account upon these plates of my proceedings, and my reign and ministry. Wherefore, to proceed with mine account, I must speak somewhat of the things of my father, and also of my brethren. For behold, it came to pass, after my father had made an end of speaking the words of his dream, and also of exhorting them to all diligence, he spake unto them concerning the Jews, that after they should be destroyed, even that great city Jerusalem, and many be carried away captive into Babylon, according to their own due time of the Lord, they should return again, yea, even be brought back out of captivity. And after they should be brought back out of captivity, they should possess again the land of their inheritance. Yea, even six hundred years from the time that my father left Jerusalem, a prophet would the Lord God raise up among the Jews, even a Messiah, or, in other words, a Savior of the world. And he spake concerning the prophets, how great a number had testified of these things concerning this Messiah, of whom he had spoken, or this Redeemer of the world. Wherefore, all mankind were in a lost and in a fallen state, and ever would be, save they would rely on this Redeemer. And he spake also concerning a prophet who would come before the Messiah to prepare the way of the Lord. Yea, even he should go forth and cry in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, and make his path straight. For there standeth one among you, whom ye know not, and he is mightier than I, whose shoes latch it I am not worthy to unloose. And much spake my father concerning this thing. And my father said he should be baptized in Bethabara, beyond Jordan. And he also said he should baptize with water, even he should baptize the Messiah with water. And after he baptized the Messiah with water, 
he should behold and bear record that he had baptized the Lamb of God, who should take away the sins of the world. And it came to pass, after my father had spoken these words, he spake unto my brethren concerning the gospel, which should be preached among the Jews, and also concerning the dwindling of the Jews in unbelief. And after they had slain the Messiah, who should come, and after he had been slain, he should rise from the dead, and should make himself manifest by the Holy Ghost unto the Gentiles. Yea, even my father spake much concerning the Gentiles, and also concerning the house of Israel, that they should be compared like unto an olive tree, whose branches should be broken off and should be scattered upon all the face of the earth. Wherefore, he said it must needs be that we should be led with one accord into the land of promise, unto the fulfilling of the word of the Lord, that we should be scattered upon all the face of the earth. And after the house of Israel should be scattered, they should be gathered together again, or, in fine, after the Gentiles had received the fullness of the gospel, the natural branches of the olive tree, or the remnants of the house of Israel, should be grafted in, or come to the knowledge of the true Messiah, their Lord and their Redeemer. And after this manner of language did my father prophesy and speak unto my brethren, and also many more things which I do not write in this book. For I have written as many of them as were expedient for me in mine other book. And all these things of which I have spoken were done as my father dwelt in a tent in the valley of Lemuel. And it came to pass after I, Nephi, having heard all the words of my father concerning the things which he saw in a vision, and also the things which he spake by the power of the Holy Ghost, which power he received by faith on the Son of God, and the Son of God was the Messiah who should come. I, Nephi, was desirous also that I might see, and hear, and know of these things, by the power of the Holy Ghost, which is the gift of God unto all those who diligently seek him, as well in times of old as in the time that he should manifest himself unto the children of men. For he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and the way is prepared for all men from the foundation of the world, if it so be that they repent and come unto him. For he that diligently seeketh shall find, and the mysteries of God shall be unfolded unto them by the power of the Holy Ghost, as well in these times as in times of old, as well in times of old as in times to come. Wherefore, the course of the Lord is one eternal round. Therefore remember, O man, for all thy doings thou shalt be brought into judgment. Wherefore, if ye have sought to do wickedly in the days of your probation, then ye are found unclean before the judgment seat of God, and no unclean thing can dwell with God. Wherefore, ye must be cast off forever. And the Holy Ghost giveth authority that I should speak these things, and deny them not. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time 
to pray, ponder, reflect, or to drift into peaceful rest. We'll see you next week.